listening to KNKR LP 96.1 FM Kohala. Aloha Kohala and uh, it's 704. August 24th already. Wow. And you're listening to KNKR LP 96.1 FM Kohala. And uh, I want to thank you guys again for tuning in. And I just want to say uh, hello to uh, Bobby Clark out there. He, uh, I saw him earlier and he said, Oh, what are you guys talking about tonight, Jeff? I guess he's one of the several listeners. <laughs> 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 you know, but shout out to, I, I know Sarah Pooley and uh, her husband uh, is uh, listening in as well. And other friends, uh, Rick Cohen, uh, the Koala Pool guy. But uh, I'm sitting here with uh, Kavika, the Aloha Kaviks. Aloha, no. And uh, Tony, Tony Whittington is here with us. 
we're going to be talking about some Kohala updates, what's happening, uh, news in the town. But for right now, oh, you know what? Can you do me a favor and flip that switch? <laughs> I turned the fan off in here. It's oh beginning yeah. to heat up. I had to close the door because there are people outside talking start. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, it's getting kind of hot. I think we got enough hey. heat. But yeah, uh, well, Bob, Bob Clark, uh, he used to live in New Lee, uh, in the house that you lived in, Kovika. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah. And he did a lot of surfing and stuff, I remember. Uh-huh. You know, uh, back in the day, you know, I, I, I got here in 71. When did you get here? A little before that. What? What, 70? Oh, yeah. And you, Tony? 70. 70, okay, because you guys are ahead of me. And I remember uh, going down to Kahola or Lighthouse, mm-hmm. and the waves were breaking. And uh, I don't know, I went down there just to go look. You know, it was new. And, uh, oh, the waves were perfect, but nobody was surfing it. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. And then I remember the breakwater, Kilkia. Oh, that was another break, right? Yeah. And then I found out the boys, I call them the boys, yeah. yeah. The, the local boys. Uh, the only place they surf was Kapanaya. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah? I remember that too. <laughs> Kapanaya oh. was, there were always surfers there practically when they were surfed. Yeah. Surf around, yeah. They, they didn't surf uh, Lighthouse? Well, they still are. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But back in the day, that's the only place they surfed was Kapanaya. Mm-hmm. You know. The and other breaks were so sh- so quick. You, you really had to pull out before you went into the rocks. I don't know. I guess it was uh, above their skill level. I don't know. I remember... Uh, the guys I hooked up with, uh, like five or six of us, and we'd be the only guys out there. No oh, so you guys were surfing there back in the seventy? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess the day I was there, you guys weren't there. But uh, there it, weren't it, many. There weren't was many. So much different than it is now. Oh. Even the break was a uh, little different. But remember the bagasse? Bagasse. Yeah, oh yeah. A lot of bagasse. Yeah. yeah, it would be like a cushion on the rocks. Yeah. Well, it slowed the ways down, too. They oh, yeah, more yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I remember the big ass. But if, yeah. you, if you wiped out and got caught under it, see ya. Yeah. And that's why Kapanayo was probably better, because the big ass sort of passed it by. It's sort of facing northwest. I don't know. The, uh, on the hail side, on the uh, uh, Kapanayo side of the hail, uh, the, the bagasse would pile up in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the boulders, mm-hmm. uh, it would be like a carpet. I mean, before you have to go jump boulder to boulder. Yeah. But when the uh, bagasse filled up in that bay, man, you could just run on top of the bagasse. Be <laughs> and I used to wonder, what did the crabs and fish do, you know? Oh, there yeah. probably a lot more then. Huh? Uh, yeah? There probably were a lot more then. Yeah. It was there were a lot of moi, papio. A lot of, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know when the uh, bagasse covered all the boulders? Uh-huh. Well, the, what what would the uh, crabs do? Well, they just go up higher, I guess. It was a hiding place. Yeah. I think that's why uh, there was so much fish. Yeah. Food. Yeah, but the, yeah, I forgot all about the bagasse. But yeah, but uh, I remember Kapanai was the place to surf. Mm-hmm. But you guys were surfing there back in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Later on, I'm gonna, I think this Kahola, the lighthouse is going to play into a one of the topics that we're going to be talking about, which is the Kaname'e Road, uh, or what's commonly known as uh, Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But uh, Bob wanted me to give an update on the Kohala Pool. Uh, yeah, it's, it's open. You know, people ask me, is the pool open? Yeah, the pool's open. It's been open for what? How long? A few weeks. A couple of weeks, huh? Yeah. And uh, <coughs> I, I think the hours are like 10 to 6. Uh, lunches one to two for the lifeguards, but uh, s- something that I want to share with you folks uh, there listening is that I, I call them the team. You know, it's the Friends of Kuala Pool, and it's a group of people. There's like three, six, seven of us that got together and formed a committee to deal with the pool. And then there's uh, a core group because uh, you know things happen, and. Uh, couple of the people, they're business people. 
Yeah, they had to go take care of their business because, you know, right now, uh, not easy, mm-hmm. you know, economically. And also, uh, we're at that age where our parents are, you know, really aged. And so some had to, you know, fly to the mainland and look after their, their parents and stuff. And, you know, it's so it, it, there's like three of us. Like, my parents are gone already, you know. So, I, you know, I get the time, yeah. And so, anyway, we were thinking, like, we had set a budget of uh, 33000 And fortunately, there were people that helped to contribute towards that. And uh, at when we reached our budget amount, you know, we said, we told the resource center, which was a big help, he told that's it, don't take any more money. You know, that's all the money that we budgeted for. Mm-hmm. We want to stick within that budget. But people kept giving money. It's <laughs> <laughs> you know? a team. Yeah, they kept giving us it's money. It's a team. Yeah. And then I remember, uh, uh, you know, we were like, we knew, but we couldn't say nothing, that we had, we know the pool's going to open. Yeah, we had done everything, got everything working. But... It then became a situation between us and the county. Not the mayor, not the parks directors, you know, lower down the ladder. It's kind of like we wanted to have a, uh, you know, like a, a, a grand opening. And, you know, we try to coordinate, like, when they're going to open the pool. You know, we have one, you know, have a blessing before you open a pool, right? Mm-hmm. But we, we could never work that out. Uh, I, I know, I think it was a personality thing. I don't know. You know, I, 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 maybe, I, maybe I have problems with that. my personality. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> but anyway, um, I remember, like, we want to open a pool. We want to have a blessing. They said, no, you got to have this, you got to have that, you know. And again, it's not the mayor, or the, you know, it's like other people that, I guess, control or something, I don't know. Anyway, so I get this phone call or a text that says, Jeff, do you need more money to help you get the pool open? And uh, this guy is concerned and he's willing to give you more money. And I'm going, our problem is not money. <laughs> That's not our problem. Mm-hmm. It's mechanical. It's you know you know I give him the. Uh, he says we don't need money. We get enough money. And then I got this phone call, and this lady says, um, "When is the pool going to be open?" You know, and that's where Rick Coyne was says, "Oh Jeff, you got to hold on, but no, you got to have patience. You got to be, you know." I mean, when they ask me, "Oh, when's the pool going to open?" You know, I like to bite their head off. Yeah, like <laughs> what? <laughs> what lady? <laughs> Give me a break here. <laughs> no, but I knew the pool could be open because we had gotten, we called the Department of Health, and they're the ones that give you the certificate and authorize the pool is safe. You can open. And we had called them. I didn't even tell the county that. Maybe that's it. I called them. The health department came. They checked the pool, checked the water, the chlorine, the pH. They checked the pump room, the storeroom, the bath. They checked everything. And then, you know, we're waiting for the word, like, do we pass or not? And she's writing on this paper. And I says, well, what, do we pass or what? Look at And she says, oh, you guys pass. Here, I'll just keep writing out your certificate. <laughs> I said, all right, we can open the pool. We can open the pool. But then, you know, you get into this. Lower echelon people, yeah. and they say, "Oh no, you can't open a pool because you gotta do this, you gotta do that." And I'm mm. like, "Oh my gosh!" But anyway, mm. so this lady says, "I'll donate twenty five thousand, so to help you guys get the pool open." And I go, "Wow, no, we don't need money. We don't want any more money." She says, "Well, I'm not gonna give you twenty five thousand. I'm gonna give you five thousand at a time." And I'm going, "No, we don't want any money." You know, we're good. We're good at money. We got money, you know. We got. We still got to do stuff. We still got to get some equipment. That's going to cost uh, about eight grand yet. Yeah. But we have the money, mm. you know, thanks to you guys donating money. And uh, anyway, the team, yeah, we, we're sitting down and, you know, with this tra- tragedy that's occurring in Maui. 
they said, you know, Jeff, uh, we have money. We can buy the needed equipment that uh, we still need for the pool. Uh, we're willing to, you know, help the lifeguard out with the programs that he's developing. He wants the pool to be really user-friendly. I mean, he's got a volleyball net up. He's got uh, water polo goals. Mm-hmm. He's got a basketball net. The kids are loving it. Mm-hmm. You got the diving board going off, you know, and you got uh, had all these mothers and their kids play water polo, and they got the lap swim. You know, it's like, you know, uh, some hotel over there. So anyway, uh, they thought, hey, Jeff, you know, we have some extra money. And we can cover all the expenses. What do you think about donating some to the uh, some nonprofit in Lahaina, you know, to help the people there? Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, that's a great, great idea. But something told me, you know, I, I should check. Yeah, like what's the uh, what's uh, any liabilities to that? Or and uh, my friend, he's he, uh, he he's the uh, he's in charge of. Uh, fundraising for this international uh, nonprofit, and they're providing medical services in Lahaina right now, and uh, they go all over the world and do stuff like that. And I said, hey, you know, we we're thinking like, is it uh, legal, you know, uh, to donate monies that we had raised f- towards an effort like that? I don't know what nonprofit or you know group, but you know, they were th- the team was thinking about something like that, and would say. Uh, this is from the Kohala community. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, what was the purpose of raising the money? And he said, well, it was to fix the pool. And he said, no, you cannot, because it was for definite purpose. You, you cannot change you that. You can't change the purpose. Yeah, you can't change the purpose, which is fine, you know, which is okay. I mean, we mm-hmm. know. Now we know. And then he started to go into some other stuff. Like, he said, oh, yeah, man, he's, he's seen all this stuff on Facebook and whatnot. And he uh, says, you, you got to be careful how you, you know, send money and whatnot. Not that it's a scam or anything, but, you know, there's uh, tax consequences if you don't do it correctly. So that was uh, something for us to know. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though, you know, our, we had our hearts were of good intent, uh, that's something that can be done. Uh, and, and, and understand, understand. Because the people... Uh, didn't donate money for that purpose. They donated money to open the, the pool. pool. And so you got to respect that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, for Bob Clark, that's the update on the pool. So, you know, it's happening. It's it's going on. They still uh, are doing some stuff at the pool. But what they wanted to do, the uh, senior lifeguard, he wanted to open it before the kids went back to school. And so we, even though we needed some other equipment, uh I was going to say bottom feeders in a county, <laughs> but I didn't say that. Uh, you know, they, they said, oh, go ahead. You can get the needed equipment later on. And so he opened the pool a week before school started, and that place was packed with kids. Yeah. Yeah. They're jumping off the diving ball, playing basketball and water polo and all. Yeah. So I'm it was so glad you opened before school. Opened. Oh. It was, the kids were loving it. Yeah. And the mothers with their kids. Yeah. They brought their little kids. So now that the kids are back in school, are you going to do water aerobics? You know, uh, I don't see why not. Lonnie is, uh, we ought to ask Lonnie. Well, she made a tape. Yeah, she had a tape. And and every morning, one of the honchos of Uh that group, they'd keep the the tape recorder in the storeroom. They'd bring it out. It was yeah. battery operated, and they play yeah. Lonnie and, and Bob and Steve. Yeah, would do the exercise. Yeah. To, it's yeah. a great exercise, and especially if you have sore joints or sore back or something like that, it's really good exercise. Yeah, you know, and I, I listened to that tape. Three you days must have of heard that tape hundreds of oh, times. Oh, I memorized it. Yeah. <laughs> especially the part, okay, ladies. <laughs> Shake your opal like you're stirring how pia. You know, yeah, I had it about that. You know, I used to do lap swimming, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'd do lap swimming, and Lonnie's voice would be coming over. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was getting to be so irritating. <laughs> nah, 
No, that was good because the ladies, they would, uh, it was really cool. I'd sit on the deck, right? And all the ladies, you know, they'd be, they're socializing, yeah? And then, oh, this is where you hear all the gossip. Yes, <laughs> oh boy, I'm sure. <laughs> you want to know what's going on in town? Or oh, just sit on the deck. <laughs> what are they doing there? Roman boy, we went, whoa. And uh, I remember, here's a real choice gem. I got to share this with you guys before we move on. So they're talking, and one lady goes, yeah, my daughter is going with this guy. He's a Mormon. He's some kind of return missionary. And they're going, oh, that's good, isn't it? says, well, I guess so, but, you know, she says, he won't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> excuse me, Al. Let me read this. The opinions and the views of the host do not necessarily reflect those of the KKR or their affiliates. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the kind of news you would get. You know, oh, that's, yeah. that's, oh, they're talking about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. That was pre-social media. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was before <laughs> Facebook. <boy. laughs> well, that was pretty cool. But anyway, yeah. I believe it was called Coconut Wireless. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, those ladies were so cool. I mean, they were, s- oh, they were like, I, I really miss them. Not th- I'm not at the pool, but, you know, they'd come in there and socialize. And uh, anyway, uh, that's off for the uh, pool update. Did you have anything? No? Well, you know, I'm, it's me, my, my opinion. Um, and I've had a few. Uh, why, you know, the rules and regulations and about doing this and getting this done. And, uh, some are good. I, I, I can understand the uh, safety aspect. But taxes, they're going to have taxes on everything. I mean, Oh, that bothers me. But the, but the views and uh, <laughs> opinions are <laughs> pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead no. and read it. <laughs> well, no, you just that. Uh, well, for him, uh, they have to be very careful. Like, I, I understand, like, like the resource center. Uh, they help the groups like ours to not circumvent, but to be able to to do what we do mm-hmm. because they're a nonprofit. Yeah. Yeah, what my friend was saying is says, you know, as long as you channel the money through a nonprofit and the nonprofit gives it, you're okay. But he said what he saw was people directly mm-hmm. forming groups without a nonprofit status and then giving the money. And yeah. he said, Ooh, you can there oh. could be ramifications for that. Yeah, and speaking of um the resource center um, here's some news from this week. Um, the fitness center in the corner of the gym, uh-huh. gymnasium, yeah. is um, going to be refurbished. There's a committee that's formed that is raising funds to uh, redo the resistance machines. Many of the hydraulics on them is leaking oil, and mm. they're getting old. They need refurbishing. They need new parts. Um, they want to get rid of the cycles, extra cycles, that um, that aren't very good and get brand new ones, and uh, they're they're thinking of you know all sorts of upgrading it, cleaning it, making it really good. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. They're going to be doing some fundraising here, especially you guys who like to do exercise and stuff like that. Uh, when I was coaching the Kola High School team, uh, that's where we'd go to do dry land exercise, work mm-hmm. on the machines. That was great, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they allowed us to go in. I, I guess you get a key. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're also going to, um, since the pandemic, when it was closed, yeah. uh, they took away the lockbox on the outside. Oh. So I'm, I'm not sure you're thinking of the weight room or the fitness. No, there's a fitness center in the, the corner. The fitness in the corner. Right? Yeah. Okay. So um, they had a lockbox so that people could get in and yeah. lock it yeah. up. Um, but after the pandemic, they, they made the staff do it, the recreation staff. But then it was only open for certain hours and only four days a week. Um, and not in the mornings when a lot of people really liked to come. They didn't, oh. open, they didn't open until 12.30. <laughs> oh, 
Huh? Yeah. We should so, go in the morning. So, so one of the things that um, the committee is working on is um, reinstating some form of lockbox or where people who have um, uh, signed the liability re- release on it, they can come anytime they want. Yeah, I think, you know, there's got to be uh, a mode of, of trust, you know. Mm-hmm. And when we, we go, of course... I was a coach, yeah, an adult, so I'm responsible for these guys. But uh, that was a great thing, you know. They go oh, over there and they work terrific out. Terrific exercise. Yeah. the weight room was more macho. Yeah, I, I didn't want to take the the girl swim team in there. You know, it'd, it'd be yeah. very disruptive. Well, the machines are bigger too. Yeah, and lo- yeah. yeah, but the fitness room was perfect. It's the guys would crack up. I mean. <laughs> You know, they'd be working on the machines and just laughing. And, you know, I don't know why. Well, what I like about the ones in the fitness room versus the weight room, many of the ones in the weight room, they're push one way and then it comes back by gravity or mm, something. Yeah. Push one way. But the ones in the fitness room, they go one way, you're pushing out, you push in, you push out. So you're exercising two sets of muscles at the same time mm. with yeah. the same machine. Well, yeah, I'm all for that. Uh, whoever's doing that, uh, my hat's off to you. Yep. That's a great thing, especially for uh, older people. Yep. You know, there's a lot of senior members that would go there, I noticed. Well, it was a godsend when the pool was closed. Oh, my gosh, really? <laughs> it was really good. Oh, I never thought of that. I didn't know how important the pool was until you hear the, the laughter of these kids, you know, <laughs> and they're just so happy. They never asked me when the pool would be open. You know, I thank them for that. And there was this lady, she would text me, when the pool's going to open, Jeff? When she'd see, when the pool's going to open? Finally, you know, after months and months, I text her, says, we're going to open the pool this uh, Tuesday or Friday, I forget. Yeah, I says, we're going to open the pool, but you can't come. You're banned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> I invited you here, Tony. There's some, some stuff you want to update the community on. Well, and that was one, the fitness center. Oh, yeah, great. I, I hadn't realized until we were talking about the pool, and, and then I was thinking that. But I have another example of um, what you guys did with the pool, which is when something's broken, you Kohala steps up to fix it itself. Yeah, and, I and commend the people. This there. example happened a couple months ago when... Uh, if you've ever been down Coast Guard Road in the last year or two, you could easily break an axle. There were so many potholes. Potholes, big potholes. Huge. It was just constant potholes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, the son of one of the residents down at the bottom uh, was able to get um, some asphalt, and over a period of the month, and his crew, they filled over a thousand oh. potholes. So if you haven't been down Coast Guard for a while, go check it out. Uh, Kavik and I, we uh, had a lot of time, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Extra time. And so I thought, oh, let's go take a drive. And what I remember was holes. (laughs) You know, it was actually holes in the road. Mm -hmm. And as we're driving down, uh, I noticed uh, somebody had filled them. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, like... Oh, uh, like how bad it was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, you could drive it. So yeah. the part of the reason for this too is that um, there are several community groups: the Access Group, the Parks Group, Parks Roads Group, um, who have been working uh, with the county to try to encourage the county to take over maintenance of the road. That's uh, federal. It's federal. It's been federal since the Loran Station. And when the, after the Loran Station closed, they tried to turn it over to the state or to the county. And the state, of course, won't take it now because it's a, called a stub road. It's a dead-end road. So they won't take it. So it really falls to the county. And um, these groups have been working with um, Bobby Command, the managing yeah. director, yeah. Uh, to work out all of the differences that the county legal guys had with the federal legal guys and uh, got it all taken care of. All the, the, the agreement was there on writing. And then uh, last summer, uh, the mayor uh, uh, decided that he, w- he didn't want to take it over. 
And uh, so we found out that it was the uh, Department of Public Works that put the kibosh on it because... What is that kibosh? Um, kibosh means they said, no, we oh, won't oh, take oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's a fancy way to say no. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, kibosh, all right. <laughs> yeah, they sent an email saying we're not going to okay. take it over. We're I, I have a few comments about that. So it took a while to find out why they had turned it down. And it was apparently that the Department of Public Works, the highways people, had said, we have no budget for fixing a road that's in such bad repair. So they could take it over, but they would have all the liability, those big potholes, until they could get a budget going to do the maintenance on it. Mm. And uh, so, so the group started working with the feds and said, why don't why don't you return it to the public in the same condition that you got it? And because they had been down there, um, it was a year ago, a little over a year ago, to uh, take out some of the Opala that was left over from the Loran station. And they took big semis up and down the, the, and, and tore it up even more. So we appealed to the feds to um, see if uh, they would put the money into bringing it up to a certain standard so that the county could take it over. And, um, and that looks like where it's going because uh, no uh, kibosh. The, county, the county has taken their kibosh off. <laughs> and and uh, uh, Cindy Evans is making up a resolution for the county to go ahead and accept it. They're not paying for it. They're just accepting it. And uh, there's, the, uh, there's a story in, the, in oh, here. In the... Uh, yeah, yeah, the Kohala Mountain News just came out on uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yesterday. And um, there's a story in there about the Co old Coast Guard Road and the oh, efforts right. to get it uh, taken over by the county. Hmm. Uh, I remember uh, working with the federal government <coughs> out of Kona. Um, uh, Mike Tulang was the was director at that time. And I asked him, uh, this wasn't his department, but I asked him, you know, the, uh, the local roads that the plantation had maintained for uh, subdivisions and, you know, their workers were now in disrepair because they closed and, and nobody's taking care of it. Uh, what would it take for the county or some uh, official department to, to maintain these, you know, cut the shrubs along the side so that cars don't get scratched and, you know, just um, asphalt in the potholes. He said, well, the, you need uh, to meet the requirements. They require a certain width yes, of the road. Yes, they have standards. Yes, mm -hmm. and it was substandard. So if, he, if, if the road could be brought up to standard, then they would think about it, you know, according to, like you said, the budget. This is a similar situation. Oh, I see. And we looked at the various standards. They're pretty high. Uh -huh. um, but there's also in the county, there's a thing that, um, uh, what's it called, non-conforming roads. Uh, it's minor roads that um, are not up to county standards, but, yeah. but they're passable. Well, they fell into the, at the time, they fell into easements. Yeah. Uh, a category called easement. The easement, yeah. yeah. Well, we got the, e the easement. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what they're going to do is take over the easement. Now, oh. the easement goes from Akonipuli Highway yeah. down to the Red Cinder Road, you know, where you turn to go to Mookini. Mm. Okay, yeah. that's, that's as far as the federal road goes. The road from that point down to the parking lot, and the parking lot is privately owned, and the people who own it have talked to the county about the county taking over that portion too. Oh. So that it would be the entire road. But the people who own it are not willing to turn it over to the county until they take the upper part. Oh. Yeah. So so here we are, we're sitting waiting waiting for well, something to move. What is the term? Uh, have your cake and eat it too. Oh, I don't know. There was a that Maria Antoinette or something. Yeah, you know, but they want something but I don't know. Never mind. Anyway. Well, here's, here's a local point of view, because this topic came up uh, a while back mm -hmm. on the Roads, Water, Parks Committee, mm -hmm. I remember. 
And um, it reminds me of uh, Lighthouse in The Boys. Mm -hmm. And I remember... Uh, We'd maintain that road. They would go and trim the roadway. They would fill the uh, craters in the road. I remember one time somebody, they got a whole bunch of tile. Yeah, that was one of the tile works. Tile works. It was a uh, task force project. Oh, so yeah, broken, yeah, yeah. Bro broken tiles, we get, we clean up their uh, area and use it for the potholes. Yeah, and, they, and, and you could drive down that road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But later, this is what the boys said. Pretty soon, anybody and everybody was using that road. Mm -hmm. And so their community surf spot yeah. was no longer a community surf spot. It was the Hawaii Island surf spot. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And so they never fixed the road anymore. Let them go. If you have a four-wheel drive, only you can go, yeah. right? And if you have, you don't have a four-wheel drive, well, you're not, you're not going to go to Lighthouse. Kapanaya Road is like that, too. If you oh, improve yeah. it, you're going to have a lot of people down there. Yeah. But I remember when that happened, because I was at that meeting, too. And Which the, meeting? The, the Parks Water meeting where it was brought up, the question. Um, so when we were talking with the county about taking it over, Bobby Command said, you go ask the community if they understand that when it becomes a county road, they cannot close it off to anybody. It's a public road. Of oh course, yeah, they definitely. can't close it off right now anyway. But yeah. but that so that I brought that question back to Parks Road and, and, and there was there was discussion of it and I remember several people saying, Oh, you know, I'm not sure I want everybody to go down there, social media, all that stuff. Well, um, uh, my, my, my thing is, yeah, it wasn't people going there. Yeah. is My concern was more of uh, coastal conservation. Yeah. Is that as we create these right-of-ways, mm. yeah, yeah, we don't spend any time in coastal conservation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You create an easement, a paved easement where everybody can go. But you're not interpreting what they're saying. You're not telling them that no, well, don't step on the No, no. You're going to create a paved highway to, to say, Coast Guard. Everybody can go. Everybody can fish. Everybody can dive. Everybody and pretty soon going to be Mahu Kona. Yeah. Mm. yeah I, I remember they had an event. Uh, a uh, coastal conservation event there with music and food and whatnot. And they had a uh, fishing contest for the keiki. And I thought, my gosh, Balcon is like wiped out. You know what I mean? Mm. And the reason why I say that is uh, that place has been pounded so much that you don't, you can't even catch Hinalea because mm. it's been fished out. You, you can't even catch popa, which is probably the first fish that's going to bite your hook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, no more already. Yep. And I'm going, what? Coastal conservation. They have a keke fishing contest. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what's the irony of that? And so that's my biggest thing is mm -hmm. that as we create these uh, paved easements, yeah, how much thought are we putting into coastal conf conservation? Uh, very little or none. Mm -hmm. uh, th that, that's the thing. That is. It's and a double-edged sword. Well, no, let's not make it a double-edged sword. You know, a sword should have only one edge. Mm -hmm. uh, well, either going to protect your community resource or, or you gotta, you got to take that into, uh, in, you know, into part of your planning. You know, like, I understand the boys in Kahola, you know. I understand it. I'm not saying I agree with it. But uh, I, th I think... Um, well, Al, you're, you're a fishing guy. What's yeah, your well, thoughts? You know, I, I've seen that happen uh, all along the Kona coastline. It's a great example. Uh, you know, the open parks and the paved roads going down, you know, Kahakai, and they open up the area. But within uh, a month or two, there, there's no fish. People coming from the other side of the island, oh, okay, good diving over there. Let's go. We're going to clean house. Easy forget to. Yeah. But not... 
having the mind to respect the Aino, you know. Here's a question for you. What's that? Before, the road only went to Mount Kona, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you had to go Mount Kona, right? Right. Yeah. What happened when they opened the road from Mount Kona to oh, Kauai? Oh, it was like open game, open yeah. season, big yeah. sign. Well, that's that's where you remember that Coast Guard, the coastal thing I gave you? That yeah. That came from the highway. When the highway went in, and it was not, uh, 72, I think it was, the highway was completed in 72, the kupuna around here are going, uh-oh, yep. our refrigerator is going to be raided. Yeah. Because the coastline is our refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And that's when they were saying, well, what are we going to do about it? Because it's going to be oceanfront property. Oh. The whole thing is going to be oceanfront property and available to people go down. That was the intent of uh, surety at one time. If they, that, that is why they got the, the water rights. They were intending on getting fresh water down there so they could build a subdivision for 120,000 people. I, I mean... 150 people. 150 homes. Homes, but... but Condos. They, yes. Oh, that's that and, a, and a resort of 250 rooms. Uh, you know, that, that's... We need... I don't know what we need, but we don't need that. No. Okay, so we're not getting that. What's happening is they're, we finished purchasing the private land mm-hmm. between Keavinui yeah. And Kapa'a Park. Okay. All of the private land, except for a few very small pieces, um, have been preserved now. They're publicly owned or owned by uh, nonprofits. Oh. Well, you know. Um, uh, That's 16, that 16 miles of coast. That, that easement from uh, Maokona to Kauai High, uh, that quickly depleted the source of food and, and recreation. I, I, when I moved to Kohala, I mean, there was still that that kupuna mentality, you know. You go, you take what you need, and yes. you come home. That's it. Uh, so the next person would have, or if you wanted again, there'd be something there. You know, the fish would replenish itself. Uh, nature has a... Has I think God intended that for us, you know, um, to replenish what we take if we do not overextend ourselves. And if we stay within a, a like a budget, mm-hmm. it, it, it's ongoing. But when we exceed it, it, it it's like uh, uh, well, would you say have we exceeded that budget? Yeah, well, we have. We have. Incredible. And so what I'm saying is. Uh, a lot of our focus uh-huh. is on land preservation, okay. but not much focus on coastal preservation. Hmm. We're, we're a lot of our focus is we're, we're we're saving these lands, which is great, fine, hmm. uh, but still you can access these properties, and the ocean just takes the hit uh. because there's no thought there's there's no. You, I can tell you, there's no plan, you know, as far as how you're going to preserve the coastal resource. There's really no plan. Well, there's, a, there's a marine preserve at Lapakahi. Oh, big deal. I'm going to tell you something about yeah. the marine preserve. That marine preserve has not r- worked. You know why? Because guys go there f- diving. Uh. You know, they park on the highway and they go down. I've gone there to look. Me and the guy from the, the Nature Conservancy, we went and snorkeled. And that place, for how long has it been closed? Since 1980, right? What year is this? How many years is that? 40 years. 40 years. That place, when, I, when we worked at Lapakai, mm-hmm. I was with the archaeology crew, mm-hmm. the kole was choked. The fish was choked. Yeah. You yeah. go over there. Lucky if you find kole. Yeah. yeah. That marine park is BS. You know what? Nothing ain't working at all. One of the solutions is one that you've already started, Jeff, and that is, is education. Is educating. Well, we gotta educating our young people, educating. Uh, we g- yeah, you know, I agree with you. It's, 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 it's understanding that a resource like a reef and like fish and like shellfish are all limited. So we need to have education to know how how much we can take and preserve the, the species and keep them thriving. 
Well, Tony, I, I, I appreciate that and I understand it. But there was a time when uh, I was raising a young family. No work was available. I needed food on the table. Yeah. You know, and I went and I took. I, I, I'm not saying I'm not guilty of over-harvesting. Uh, you know, I have done that. Well, uh, you're guilty. What the hell? Yeah. What are you trying to... You know, um, <laughs> So it's not for me to say. Yeah, but Albert, that's, that? not, that's not what's going to hurt, hurt the... Oh, the well, the hopefully. Family. It's it's when people... You know when the ferry was going to come over to Kauai High? Remember when the ferry... Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. And people here were, no, 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 we don't that's want right. to pay. Okay. One of the reasons we what happened in Maui was the ferry was coming to Maui with people loaded with coolers pickup trucks, trucks with coolers. That's right. And going out and fishing all the Pick stuff, putting them back boat, on the ferry and boat. taking them to Oahu. You know. That is the problem. That's yes. a, it's not yes. the families. It's not the families, and it's not the amount that can be taken on a four-wheel drive road, really. Yeah. I, I just thought I saw Kelly Perez. He was on a radio show, him and Kahana. Huh. And we're, t- we're, talk- oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about diving, right? Yeah. And um, I said, I said, Kelly, uh, I said, you know, I thought about you today, and the reason why I thought about you is you're familiar with Kaulupuleo, where they closed that area for 10 years. Yeah. And the results have been phenomenal. Mm. And he says, yeah, he's very familiar because he's in that line of work, uh-huh. you know, while taking tourists out and whatnot. And uh, I says, do you think something like that could happen in Kohala? And he stopped. And I'm not, I'm not speaking for him. Mm. I'm speaking for me. He stopped. And what I also thought was the fear, yeah, the fear of, wow, you can shut down one area. Can you imagine the opposition? Yeah. Can you imagine the, the people at Kaulupaleo, she said, was really, she says, you know, these were certain families. Mm-hmm. This wasn't like one whole community that lived there. This was all lava field, yeah? This was uh, Kona village. And uh, he says it was uh, Kupuna. They got together and said, "We got to do this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, and so he, you know, he's he's telling me, you know, he's seeking, he's processing this thing yeah. through like, because he knows that what's happened at Kaulupulao Ka- is that he says the uhus swim right up to you, mm-hmm. the kole is like clouds, you know, the hee is like choke, you know, they're all mm-hmm. over the place. Mm-hmm. The opihi is big, you know. And uh, their problem is how they're going to manage this place when it's time to reopen, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and so he's processing this all through his head, you know. And then at the end, he goes, "I think it's possible. It would be a good thing, you know." Uh, but are you willing to risk, take that risk, because there are people going to say, "Hey, what? You cannot stop me from going." Mm-hmm. You know, I've been doing this for all my life. Well, mm-hmm. that that is one of two things, you know, native gathering rights, and the other is kuleana lands. You know, um, how can I put it? Uh, the federal government should not have overridden uh, the use of kuleana lands. I got this in church this past Sunday, where the the group we worked with, uh, Hui Mamalahoa. Yeah, someone had bought a bought off a huge amount of acreage and is is restricting uh, people going through the land. What was designated as gathering rights, uh, the road. Where is this? Um, Queen's Bath. Queen's Bath? Uh, oh. They kind of close that off. Well, oh, yeah, uh, above, above one store, you know, there was, I remember you had Well, to that find road, you're not going to go up that road. You, you, you could, you could have access if you signed for the key. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what yeah. the whole implication By well and sore? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that. No, no, it's the one that we did the key thing. The key well, access. that's not well and sore. Okay. That's oi oi yeah, road. Yeah. That's o-oi past o-oi. the bridge. Yeah. It's past the bridge. Yeah. yeah. Past so, the bridge. So, uh, well, from what I was told, I don't know the fact of it all, but, uh, you know, people are upset now because they, were, they go out for... Uh, hapu. Well, you're saying that people cannot go. Yeah. Tony. We need to do that again. Jeff and I did a thing back in the, what, 90s, was it? it? Yeah. B- because uh, we have, there's a court-ordered 
it's public a park. access yes. to Queen's Bath right. and the, and forest, the reserve. forest Reserve. Yeah, they can't close that. No, they yeah. can't. That's with Bobby. Uh, Bobby Glory, Glory has, has the key. The key. Yeah. So, so we, we worked it out so that that somebody has the key, uh-huh. and you can sign up for the key. Yeah, and you can go hunting up in the forest reserve, mm-hmm. or, or you can go, go to Queen's Bath, gather hapu. I mean, you know, it was native gathering rights. Uh, is what I understood. You know, as we were doing the oh, how 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 will you get the access? Yeah, it was so the seven eleven. Yeah, but it was settled in court that it wouldn't be closed. Wasn't That's it? right. No, we would have a key a access. Key, uh-huh. key access. The first yeah. one in the state yeah. of Hawaii. Because yeah. they have cattle in there. Yeah. They have right. all sorts of stuff. So yeah. they didn't want somebody leaving the gate open. Yeah, there was repercussions. I understand. No, no. Here, here, here it is. Yeah, okay. it was keyed access. Yeah, uh-huh. because that only the community would have access to the key. Yeah. yeah. The other set of keys mm-hmm. was a DLNR in Hilo. Uh-huh. You'd have to get the key in Hilo and then drive out to Kohala. And surety. There was a key in surety also. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll before, it was Cass and Cook. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That was Cass and yeah, Cook. Yeah. And so the, that was the deal. And mm-hmm. we all knew what it was, is yeah. that only Kohala people would go because we had the keys. That's right. And that's why it was key to access. Uh-huh. You understand that? Yeah. Uh, hopefully the people understand. Yeah. And so if the Kohala person wants to go, all you have to do is get the key. Which was easy. Uh-huh. You know, just call up Bobby Glory. Yeah. Well, I, I need to get more information as to... Well, you sure. got to tell them, come see us. Yeah. yeah. And then they don't have to, you know, question. Right. Worry about it. You don't it. have yeah? to guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, the kid Maybe we yeah. should do another um, information thing sure. about that so that people in Kohala... Because that was I a long time ago. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And people should know that they do have a right to go uh-huh. up to the Forest Reserve and to Queen's yeah. Bath. Mon was what, in the 70s or 80s? Yeah, 70s. So that, that's a long time ago. Yeah. You know, and I, I, to today I, I remember people coming up, oh, I saw you, you know, Uncle Jeff, and, and you know, the boys. Oh, well, in, in, in a picture, in a picture. Yeah, putting And up here's the, the other thing, Kapanaya and yeah. Hapu'u, same yeah. thing. Right. They can move the road, but they cannot close the access. Yeah. Yeah. If they, like, move the road, they can move it, but they still got to have a road to Kapanaya Bay and Hapu'u. Right. And court and stipulated. And the difference in the court stipulation is that the access from Oconipule Highway to Kapanaya mm-hmm. on Kapanaya Road yeah. and Pratt Road and Kapanaya um, does not have a key. Yeah. But, yeah. The, but the access yeah. that goes up the hill from across the street uh-huh. um, and to the Forest Reserve and the Queen's Path, that one does it's have rough. a key. Yes. Yeah. 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 Now the one down at number five is Kapa'a Park. Yeah. Yeah, they cannot close that road either to number five. Yeah, right? I remember they they blocked it with big. Oh, goals. they tried. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, so uh, I'm I'm glad I brought this up because I'm I wasn't sure what I what my answer should be. So uh, you know, I I thought this would be a good time to bring it up. Yeah, you so brought it up to the two people who worked on it back. Well, then. you know, <laughs> I, uh, not that I'm trying to get any flags or, or, or <laughs> firecrackers going off, but uh, you know, it, it was a uh, a community concern a long time ago when plantation was closing and so was the access. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, plantation, oh, man, you just go down to the office. Uh, I, I went up uh, above the airport. Uh, oh, wh- why you got to go? Well, we're going to get some uh, tea leaf and, you know, get yeah. luau, yeah. lau making fun real. Okay, fill out the farm, you can go. Uh, well, back when the sugarcane fields, uh-huh. you don't have to ask anybody. You just went. You just yeah. went. You yeah, just a lot drove of up the yeah. road. Yeah. There was no gates That's right. or anything. Yeah. Well, uh, they wanted to know uh, if they were harvesting. You know, they want. They don't want liability. You driving through there and a, and a boom truck is is going over. And well, ah. well, if you see the harvesting cane, yeah, you're well, not going you know, over that, there. That should be common know, sense. Yeah. And, and people are living in a community of. of well, did we did we answer your question? Yes. Yes, uh, you know, it, it it would be, Tony, that's a great suggestion, you know, that uh, we should have a, a another education another, thing. another talk, yeah. you know. Another information so people could know how that they or, can or get out. better understand, you know, not, not, oh, I thought we could do this. Now how come? Oh, you know, this is a good point because uh, people will forget. Yeah. Yeah. They'll forget the ball and all, the history of it all. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, it's guys like Uncle Tommy and whatnot. Yeah. 
That, that's an interesting story. Yeah. When I went to see Uncle Tommy, because I knew he was like a pillar in the community. Yeah. Hawaiian, you know, Lomi oh. Lomi, all that guy. Tommy Solomon. Yeah. Yes. And I went to Tommy Solomon, and I said, hey, Uncle Tommy, we need help with access, blah, blah, blah. And this is what he told me. Uh, I don't have a problem. I get the key from the rancher. He and I are good friends. Yeah. I went, oh, sorry. Uh. But one day he came to me and says, you know what? The, the rancher said, uh, I, I don't I can't have the key anymore. You know? Now it's personal. Now it's personal. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he, then he understood, oh, bro. Yeah. You know, it no matter, it doesn't matter who you. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, everything's like to change that. But anyway, that's good you asked. Yeah, good you, you know. asked. And it there's a possibility because the landowner changed. It's now Ho'okipa Ranch. And there's a possibility that instead of having keys, we could have fences on both sides of the road so that it wouldn't have to have a key. In other words, it would keep the animals in or whatever orchard But, but then anybody can go, yeah? On the road... But not into the pasture. No, but into the forest reserve. See, part of the hunting thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, this yeah, is open they, they it to everybody. Remember, we went to talk to the hunters. Mm -hmm. And we says, you yeah. guys make the rules. And they said, oh, we should only go hunting three times out of the week. Something yeah, like because that, right? it was the hikers. The hikers wanted time and the hunters wanted time. Well, no, it was, it was you can't go hunt every day. You can't go hunt every day. Yeah. The pigs can turn into jets. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. They're going to start running soon they hear the dog. Yeah. And then they said, only four guys, Yeah. only four dogs. Mm. Yeah. And not everybody carrying one gun. And it was great. They were making their it own works. rules. It worked. And those rules are still... Yeah, they respected their rules. You know? yeah. It wasn't like, oh, whoa, whoa, how come we got to do this? No. Well, they made they the rules. They were part of the process. But there were these key guys. Key guys. Joe Chang. Yeah, well... A couple of... I don't know what he said. <laughs> but yeah, they they were making the rules. They would like, make the and rules. everybody go, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 That's called community access. It's yeah. different from public access. That's right. right. Which access. is why the CDP group, you know, Ted Matsuda's group that's been meeting since uh, two thousand eight yeah. monthly is called the Kohala Community Access Group. It's not called the Public Access Group. It's called the Community Access Group. And the idea is we want to preserve access to the people who live here, yes. to the places that they need to go to to get their food or to, um, you know, surf or to whatever. Uh -huh. Well, I understand, like, uh, we did that, well, you did, it was your radio program, where uh, we went to uh, uh, talk about diving. And, you know, when they asked me, uh, oh, Uncle Al, what... Uh, you know what was diving like back then? You know, and I told him the game that I would uh, bring home for the table, and they, they m their jaws would hit the ground. You know, I never saw that mm. that type of fish oh, in that size. I say, well, you know, it's changed over the years. It's, it's changed drastically, and we, we got need. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, oh. We got two minutes. Left. Okay. Can I? Can yeah, I? Yeah, I want you to yeah, bring yeah, us yeah, something. I, I, I'd like to make an announcement. Yeah, please. Okay. Um, uh, uh, we had the the uh, cesspool conver uh, conversion forum uh, several weeks ago, and it was full of information. There were seventy people there, mm. and it was it was really good. It is written up in the Kohala Mountain News, the current Kohala Mountain News. There's a lot of information about the need to convert cesspools into septic tanks or other wa wastewater systems. And several people have come up to me and say, oh, I couldn't make it. It was the night of the big winds. And I couldn't make it. And I, so uh, John Winter and I wrote up a comprehensive um, report on what was said by the speakers at the... Oh, great. The, so check out the Mountain News. It's in there. We have one minute. Uh, one, one comment that I got about that was... Uh, it's like 27 years from now. Yes. And this one guy said, well, what can we do to prepare for it? That is there any al alternatives uh, to having a, a septic tank? Uh, what if we can't afford it? Is, is there going to be yes. penalties? Mm -hmm. There's all these questions. Yeah, all those Financing questions. Financing it is a big question. That's why we had someone from the credit union there, and we had a contractor who does it, 
who talked about alternatives of working together. Of, uh, to about, lower the cost. Yeah, of uh, consolidating uh, neighborhoods into um, wastewater systems. What if you can't qualify for a loan? You know, what if, there's a lot of what ifs. There's a lot of what ifs, yeah, and, and, and this know. is where we have to start thinking about it now. Okay, well, we can come back and talk about it more, but uh, my time's up. It's 8 o'clock. I've been told, come 8 o'clock, you got to. Oh, geez. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Doggone. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> but anyway, thanks, Kavika, for being here. Thanks, Tony. And I wish uh, we had spent more time on the cesspool thing. I got kind of carried away with other stuff. Yeah. But anyway, Kohala, uh, we'll see you next next Thursday. Yes. Yeah. You'll be listening to KNKR LP 96.1 FM Kohala. And uh, thank you for listening in. Aloha. <laughs>